The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open to Psalm number 1, we will begin now to expound the second half of this psalm together after a word of prayer. Father, we come now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the truth concerning the road of the righteous in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. Help us now to deliver the truth concerning the way of the wicked in Psalm 1, verses 4 through 6. May all who listen be warned concerning their way today and recognize the choice that must be made. Will a man follow after Jesus or will he choose his own way and perish as an ungodly and unbelieving sinner? In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Psalm 1 verse 1, blessed is the man. Now down to verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now down to verse 4. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So we find in verses 1 through 3 the road of the righteous. Now in verses 4 through 6 we find the way of the wicked. As we step back and see the view down below, so to speak, looking down on these two ways, the road of the righteous, the way of the wicked, we notice quite the difference between the two characters, quite the difference between the two choices, and quite the difference between the two consequences. We have a study 
in contrasts here between the righteous and the wicked in this second half of the first psalm. John Phillips, in his commentary on the psalm, says of the ungodly man, This is the person who leaves God out of his life. The ungodly man is driven, doomed, and damned. And to this I say, Amen. Verse 4, we see his present picture. Verse 5, we see his future position. Verse 6, we see his eternal perishing. Verse 4, we find a sad simile. Verse 5, we find a sad scene. Verse 6, we find a sad sentence. So now for the picture of the ungodly man. The verse begins, the ungodly are not so. That is, they are not like the tree planted by the rivers of water, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Now chaff is that part of wheat which is worthless. It is the husks of corn or wheat and all other refuse that is produced while threshing. The wheat is planted, then it is reaped. It is cut, it is bundled, and set aside to be gleaned by those coming behind. Then the process, once this wheat, corn, or grain has been gathered to the threshing floor, begins. It is first threshed, either trodden by foot or beaten by hand with canes and instruments for beating until the stalks are broken and the husks about the grain are torn off and then lying on the threshing floor is a mixture of chaff and of wheat. Now comes the process of winnowing or separating of the chaff from the wheat. It can either be tossed into the air for the wind to blow the chaff away, which is not only worthless, but about almost completely weightless. And so it's easily driven by the wind or either a fan is used to produce an artificial wind and separate the chaff from the wheat. So here's the picture. Here's the simile for the ungodly man. He's like the chaff. He's already dead with no sap and no life. Even the sinner is dead in his trespasses and sins, Ephesians 2, verse 1, verse 5. He's already dead, but he's fully dried. The chaff has no moisture in it. And so the unbeliever's an empty well. He's a desert place. He's like a dry husk, which is good for nothing. He's thirsting. He's looking for something to satisfy, but will always end up empty-handed until he meets the Lord Jesus Christ. He's already dead. He's fully dried, but he's easily driven. Chaff is light and has almost no weight to it. It's carried about and carried away by the wind. So the unbeliever is carried about by the winds of sinful lusts and pleasures. And then these winds are also strengthened by the winds of false doctrine and error. And the sinner, the ungodly man who's like the chaff, is deceived and carried off by the soft winds of Satan and carried off by the winds at the end of God's wrath and God's judgment, for the chaff is worthless and only fit for burning. You can find a good comparison here in the book of Matthew, chapter number 3, verses 11 and 12. This is his present picture. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff. 
but now for his future position. Therefore the ungodly, in verse 5, shall not stand in the judgment. The ungodly will appear before God. We know according to Revelation 20, 11 through 15, both small and great of the wicked dead will stand before God, and they will stand there and appear and give an account before Jesus as their Lord and their judge. I believe they'll stand there defenseless and stand there speechless. According to Romans 3.19, they will be without excuse. The law of God will have their mouth shut before the Lordship of Jesus Christ. There's no foundation for them to argue from against the verdict. There's no way they can persuade God to let them into heaven, to keep them out of hell and the lake of fire. They'll end up kneeling in a position on their knees before God in all of his holiness. They will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, be bound hand and foot, be cast into the lake of fire. Yes, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. They'll appear before God, but they'll be alone before God. They'll kneel alone and apart from the righteous when they're judged and be eternally separated from the congregation of the righteous, and they will belong to and burn alongside the congregation of the damned for all of eternity. What a sad scene, the judgment of the ungodly. But then the eternal perishing of the ungodly man. Verse 6, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Here are the two ways. Here are the two men. Here are the two ends. There is a familiar way to God, even the way of the righteous. God knows his people, and he knows the path they are on. And he leads his dear children along as the good shepherd that he is. Psalm 23, John chapter 10. He can discern, discriminate, and determine those who are His, whom He has justified and sanctified. He knows them, knows their way, and has a personal relationship with them because He is their Father. But the way of the ungodly, this is an unfamiliar way to God. He does not know the ungodly personally. He knows them in the sense that they are not His. But he will announce unto them, Depart from me, ye that work iniquity, for I never knew you. Now consider the words of the book of Psalms. Psalm 37, verse 12. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, 
and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume into smoke shall they consume away. Are you a blessed man, righteous, because you belong to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you that blighted man, that ungodly man who is going to perish? For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.